Thank you, Mohammed, for speaking to PrintPack. Um, so, just to give you a brief uh, introduction about Mohammed, he is the CEO of TradeLink. TradeLink is a business-to-business e-marketplace in the MENA region, and it has a strong financial backing through uh, the Dubai Airport Free Zone Davza. So, thank you, Mohammed, again for joining us today. With pleasure. We'll start with a brief about the launch of TradeLink because you started your operations exactly a year ago, and that was in the middle of a pandemic. So. How was the experience of starting a business during a pandemic and what are the challenges you faced? So first of all, we didn't expect these challenges, right? We expected a different sort of challenges. We, we launched the business, as you said, literally one year ago during uh, Gulf food. And uh, we had a stand at Gulf food. And, you know, when you when you did straight show, you roam around. And the first thing that popped my mind, and obviously you read newspapers and then watch news uh, shows, we're like, wow, where are the Chinese? Um, that was the first indicator, which, which made us a little bit nervous because, you know, launching a business requires so much on the ground work and so much interaction with people. And all of a sudden there were no people, right? Uh, we launched the platform. We went live, uh, for two, three weeks, things were getting, we're moving into the wrong direction. And we noticed that, and, you know, our initial focus was food and beverage, specifically focusing on hotels and restaurants and, and any other food service, uh, businesses. And by March, I think two weeks after the trade show, two, three weeks after the trade show, the market died, literally died, went into complete breakdown. Um, and then we did what a startup has to do, right? What we did is we sat down, we, we got the brightest minds in the office into one room and said, okay, what do we do now? Right? And then we refocused the business from, we, we realigned from uh, food and beverage and office supplies, which was the second vertical that we had to health and wellness saying, look, people need masks and we don't get masks here and the prices have been a thousand percent up. Uh, people need gloves, uh, people need sanitizers. And then we started working on supply chains for this. We uploaded, I think, a couple of thousand products on the platform in this sector within two weeks and went live with this and started a campaign, a social campaign, actually. Because, you know, when you launch, you're not known, right? So yeah. the, the, the really, the, the whole launch plan about using the trade show effectively, using the PR, post the trade show, the marketing channels, all of this vanished. So how do you get marketing attention? How do you get attention in, in PR? We started a social campaign, the Care Basket campaign, in which we basically said, look, we'll because everyone was sent home from the offices. So we started designing a, a campaign where you can buy health or, or nice packaged uh, baskets, care baskets, from trading.com and dispatch it to your own people or dispatch it to your business partners. Um, so it was a combination of obviously the essential health uh, uh, materials like the sanitizers and the gloves, but also like some nice token of appreciation, like a bar of chocolate. And uh, this became pretty viral. And all of a sudden, I think by the end of March, everyone in the market over end of April, everyone in the market knew about us, that we're here and that we're here to stay. So. In, in essence, we pivoted a little bit from our original plans. We started something else from scratch in no time. And we started changing our marketing and PR plans fundamentally and executed on them. All of this within four to five weeks. Okay, so it's been, so it's been almost a year uh, since you started. So how has the company evolved? Uh, has the original mission uh, been in place? And have there been any changes to your strategies? Look, overall, we came out with the mission to connect suppliers to buyers, right? Um, and we want to have the largest selection of products available to Middle Eastern buyers. And uh, 
all focus on business buyers, right? Um, from that angle, nothing has changed, right? Nothing has changed. Um, what we had thought of initially is, you know, that we start with two or three categories and we work on them. And then slowly we add one category after the other. So one shift of strategy, and that's due to the pandemic as well. We said, look, let's just go wide. And let's say we add anything that can be sold in the Middle East and anything where there is demand by our customers, we will add as a category on the platform. So we increase from three categories to 13 categories and are adding more as we speak. Um, and are expanding basically our reach from regional supply to global supply immediately. So from, uh, from that perspective, we're still on the same mission, which is the largest selection for Middle Eastern buyers um, and facilitating the entry into the market for people who don't need a local partner. I think it's one of the biggest value adds that we propagate when we talk to suppliers outside is you can be here without being here because we're here for you. Um, you don't need a license, you don't need a warehouse, you don't need to care about customs, you don't need to care about anything because we do that for you. And I think, uh, I think that's working out very well. Suppliers are, are really uh, loving, loving basically this idea of, of adding a $40, $50 billion market to their portfolio without having to do anything. So in terms of onboarding the suppliers onto your platform, uh, are there any criteria? Is there any process that they need to go through? How do you scout for new suppliers and which markets do you primarily see a lot of supplies coming in from? Yeah. Um, first of all, we want to make sure that there is high quality supply on the platform, right? So the first, what, what we do is a combination of things. Um, the number one thing is there's a KYC process as in any financing organization to understand that the the entity registering online really exists, right? And it really exists with the right name, with the right authorized signatories, etc. PP. You need to just make sure that the, pe the people you interact with are the right people. That's the number one thing. The number two thing is we obviously, we partnered with an organization that can check suppliers on the ground, no matter where they are. It's a worldwide organization um, that helps us actually check the quality of the products, the warehouse housing the processes as well as the suppliers the third thing that we're putting in place here is mechanisms social mechanisms on the platform um, that allow buyers to evaluate actually the goods they purchased the logistics process the timings the responsiveness and the overall rating of suppliers and we do that vice versa as well with the buyers right so that's something that we haven't rolled out fully yet because it needs some time to evolve to be meaningful um, but that will be the long-term actually approach to to the quality assurance of the platform right um now in terms of the the sourcing and the uh, the uh, the main markets that we target and where suppliers come from obviously we have a strong local footprint a lot of people here local traders local suppliers even local manufacturers have onboarded on the platform in the first year i would say now in this year we have shifted our focus much more on international seller acquisition and what we look for is, and this is probably the order roughly uh, that we look for, we look for China, we look for India, we look for Turkey, we look for Europe as well. These are like the main markets that we're, that we, and obviously the MENA market is always a source of supply. You have amazing um, sources uh, or suppliers coming out of Turkey, for example, out of uh, Egypt is a key, key supply market. The African countries... Um, below Egypt are, are key supply markets. We're looking at Kenya, for example, fruits and vegetables. There's, uh, there's a lot of sources worldwide, but the, the main areas are China, obviously, India, obviously, and then the markets that I mentioned. So, so in terms of the marketplace, uh, what, uh, if you were to talk about the USPs of the marketplace uh, uh, compared to similar 
possibly similar you know platforms in the region what would that be maybe the top 3 that comes to your mind look i think the ultimate 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 thing that we uh, that we really benefit from is that we are a full service provider right we enable you to do everything that you need in order to conduct trade right um what does it mean it means that as a supplier you can list your product easily on the platform as a buyer you can search find products from any categories on the platform as easy as possible and as i said we're working on having the largest selection in the for the middle east no matter what you look for you will find it on trading.com so that's that by itself is a usp now it doesn't stop there what is super important for us is there is processes business process it's not a, it's not a commerce business for consumers right it's a commerce business for businesses so you need to be very careful with the processes right businesses need to have really reliable and and stable and and solid processes so the processes are around payments they are around financing they are around logistics and they are around everything um uh, everything actually related to supply chain right and we offer services in all these areas right i'll give you a simple a uh, simple example when you are a hotel with a restaurant outlet and you want to you have your annual basic contract for meat coming up for steaks right and you have suppliers from brazil that you've been working with for years and now you want an alternative just to to push pricing for example to test alternative products we can organize the samples coming for example from australia we can organize samples coming from colombia organize it for you so that your chefs can test it once it's approved we can organize the entire supply chain we can get basically the suppliers to send the goods to our warehouse that we have here and we distribute from here locally to your different outlets um so that's something that is really at the press of a button at pressing a button you can get these services from us At the same time what we have is we partner with providers of financing services so that we can give you payment terms which today suppliers are not willing to give when you deal with international suppliers they tell you 50% upfront payment and 50% at the bill of lading right this doesn't work with your cash flow it doesn't work with your cash cycle usually so we are we are defining solutions and creating solutions for the market where you can have 60 90 days payment terms based on the partnerships that we have in the fintech sector right and the solutions that we build then that are tailored to our platform so when you have all of this together you have an ecosystem surrounding the the sourcing and the procurement and the trade transaction which is much bigger than the transaction itself and i think this is what makes a difference because mostly what you can do is you can say look I'm a supermarket I want to buy here's an app I add to basket I check out I pay with my credit card I get that's not what is needed in the market uh, in the overall market it's needed on a, on a small niche maybe from time to time but overall people need much more than that much much more than that okay and uh, you recently also announced a partnership with freightos so um, can you briefly tell us what the, what is that all about and which services have you partnered with them So with the with our freighters partnership we're bringing a smart freight solution to the marketplace. So what does it mean? It means that different origins and destinations will be available for real time price checks uh when you want to buy goods and deliver goods. So let's say I have a supplier that sits in Guangzhou in China and I want to deliver the products to my factory in Abha in Saudi Arabia. like while looking at the product on the platform you can add the product to basket and say what is the cost of shipping this with air freight you get a real time quote or sea freight you get a real time quote you can book the quote immediately um and which which basically helps us design an experience for our business customers that is similar to our to a standard e-commerce consumer experience 
right? I think it's one of the things also that differentiates us is we say that, you know, in the past, all these B2B interactions have been too cumbersome, too complicated, not really nice to do. When you sit in the office and you know you need to log it into your ERP system and, you know, the LPO and all this stuff, it's kind of cumbersome. We want it to be as delightful as going onto a standard platform at to basket checkout. Logistics is taken care of. You know the price upfront. You pay and you know what you get. You can track your shipments. All of this stuff is available through the partnership that we have. So it's a smart freight platform that over time we're increasing the availability of fares from origins to different destinations so that anything that you purchase from any place in the world you want to deliver here in any place that we serve in this region, you can calculate in real time, book and track your shipments um, so that, again, it's an overall um, experience that we deliver on Trading.com. Okay. Um, in terms of your strategies for 2021, uh, what, what are the key uh, focus areas uh, that you would like to highlight? I think the number one thing that we focus on is to increase the selection and really make international supply available in the Middle East and allow suppliers to access Middle Eastern customers without investing here locally in, uh, in a setup, in a legal setup, in partnerships with uh, sponsors, etc. We can give them our platform to access the market. That's the number one thing. So increase the selection across the different categories. The number two thing that we're focusing on is adding key features into our marketplace that our customers ask us to do, right? So there's, uh, there's a very, very close relationship with customers here um, when they tell us, for example, you know, we want when we purchase to have an automated, automated um, link to our cost centers, for example. And this is crucial for their business processes. We will implement that to enable that for them because as long as it serves the purpose of many customers that they need in order to run their processes, I think it makes sense on the marketplace. And the third thing that we focus on is the international expansion. So we have started serving customers, buyers in the UAE, and we're looking at Saudi Arabia very, very soon, and we're looking at the rest of the GCC before end of the year. Um, and that's probably the, the biggest focus in terms of international expansion this year. Uh, thank you, Mohammed, for speaking to uh, PrintPack. Uh, it was nice having you with us, uh, and we look forward to again speaking to you in the future. Excited about that. Thank you so much, Chris. Thank you.